it's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Here we go, here we go. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who didn't just mandate vaccines for school children. Check this out, the CDC voting unanimously to add COVID vaccines to the schedule for all school kids, despite zero data on the long-term effects it'll have. It really is sad, and uh, we will discuss because the champ, not happy. Uh, Jim Jordan's going to be here from the 4th Congressional District out in Ohio. Republican strategist Aaron Perini in the House to discuss the midterms. And my son Lincoln Fala previews tomorrow's big game for the Clark Rams JV football team. 888-788-9910 if you want a part of this thing. You know the rules. Uh, you can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. We don't care. Okay, all we ask is that you don't be a... That is all. Happy Friday. Big Friday. Uh, I'm coming up on the five today. I'm going to be co-hosting the five, filling in for Greg Gutfeld, our lovable comedy dwarf who has earned uh, a day off. He's the highest rated late night show in America right now. Give the guy a break. You send in, the, you know, Uncle Jimmy from the bullpen. I'll straighten this mess out. You don't worry about nothing. So if you're looking for some fail vision definitely check me out on the five. But we're going to cut right to the chase here. Dude, I'm pissed. Okay, this is a feel-good show. I say it every day. We're putting your vitamins in your applesauce. We cover the news. The world's on fire, but we're roasting a lot of marshmallows on that fire, trying to keep our sanity, trying to hold things together. What's going on with the vaccines? Okay, let's just be very clear. Is And this is it. This is a follow-the-money moment, just so you understand. The CDC board yesterday voted 15 to nothing, 15 to nothing, to schedule vaccines for kids, meaning your COVID vaccine goes on with the measles, the mumps, and everything else. Now, what's the difference, you might ask, between the measles and the mumps and the COVID vaccine is the measles vaccine and the mumps vaccine, they actually keep you from getting those viruses. Okay, the COVID vaccine, when it comes to actual transmission of the virus, okay, not only that, but Pfizer flat-out admitted that they didn't even test this thing when they were bringing it to market to see if it would stop transmission, which is worth mentioning because we were told that was the whole point of the vaccine. That's true. That is true. We were told, well, you might, you know, you might be young and you might get COVID and you'd be fine. But understand, you could get the virus, pass it on to somebody else. You'll kill my grandma. You're killing my grandma. That's what you're doing. We got to shame these people who won't get vaccinated because they're the only ones that can still get COVID. Mm. Not true. And again, I said it then, I'll say it now. If you think the vaccine works, you don't have to worry about what the other guy does because you're supposedly covered. No differently than the mask. If you think the mask works, you don't need me wearing one because your mask is fine. You know what I'm saying? I don't call up the neighbor and go, hey, Jenny's feeling a little frisky tonight. Can you put on a condom down the block? I wouldn't want her to get pregnant, you know, while we're doing our thing here at home. I mean, come on, man. This is insanity. You don't ask somebody to put on a jacket so you don't get frostbite. But that's exactly where we are when it came to the scam of the vaccine. Okay. When they got 
going on this whole mandate social pressure war. Okay, the whole premise, the whole conceit was that vaccinated people couldn't get COVID. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. I mean, I want you to really think about it. That was the sell. The vaccines will get us to the end of this. It's time to start shaming the people who won't play ball. Not getting vaccines. It's time to start shaming them. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated. F*** them. F*** their freedom. I want my freedom to live. No. Screw your freedom. You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. We have to stop coddling the morons who will not get the shot. Shame on you. I mean, come on, man. Can you imagine being that stupid? No. Okay, but that was the social pressure campaign. You have to get vaccinated because once you're vaccinated, you can't get COVID. Now, we know that people who are vaccinated are not only getting COVID. We're talking millions, over 20 million people. Okay, but when it comes to boosters, vaxxed and boosted, they're all getting COVID multiple times. Okay, Joe Biden vaxxed and boosted. Okay, he got COVID not once. But twice. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did happen. It happened to his wife, Jill Biden, as well. Okay, but understand, the sale on the vaccine was that it was a vaccine. Just to be clear, it's not a vaccine. A vaccine stops you from getting the disease you're vaccinated against. This is a therapeutic. And the idea that they are now voting to unanimously mandate it for children, okay, without giving us any data, Any data on the long-term health effects it'll have on kids. You want to know why they haven't given us that data? They haven't given us that data because they don't have that data. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. Okay, think about that. They don't have the data. And understand what else they don't have is any data whatsoever, whatsoever, that shows any clinical benefit to kids being vaccinated. And I want to be clear, okay, my kid's on the show today. I bring them on all the time. I am not being cavalier with the health of your children by raising these issues. I am not saying, screw COVID, it's not a real thing. I'm not saying, roll the dice. That's not what's going on here. Okay, I use this show so responsibly, so responsibly, because when they gave it to me, I was an ex-cab driver doing stand-up comedy, and I said to myself in good conscience, hey, man, you're going to be talking to millions of people. You can really affect people's lives. So you got to be careful with what you're doing out there, you idiot. Okay, and I was careful, and I say to you every day, we try to use this show as a force of good, and we try to give people a place where they can all disagree comfortably without feeling like we're not going to be friends anymore, or we're going to, like, chase you out of a restaurant. Mom, he doesn't like my political views. I want him canceled. We're not doing that on this show. We're having very responsible conversations. You know who's not having responsible conversations? The CDC. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. To be clear, we have no data 
on the long-term effects this will have on children. We have no data that shows them benefiting in any way, shape, or form by being vaccinated, and they just voted 15 nothing to approve this. This is total crap. Yo, it is disgusting. But you want to know something? It is a follow-the-money moment. Now, why do I say that to you? Okay, they've already made a gazillion trillion dollars. You know, Biden always says, we're investing a hundred million trillion billion million trillion dollars. <laughs> he said that yesterday again in Pennsylvania. But by making this a part of the official vaccine schedule, meaning the COVID vaccine goes on to the same chart as the measles, the mumps, polio, everything in between. It means the companies cannot be sued for COVID injuries. Oh, wow. So you understand them voting to authorize this is not supported by any data. They have no data. They gave us no data. Okay, but we have plenty of data that tells us how this federal registry works. And to be clear, once this thing is mandated and it makes it onto the schedule, states will blindly follow the CDC recommendation as they did with lockdowns and masks and everything in between. Okay, and this will ultimately indemnify the vaccine makers from injury. Now, I'm not out there saying it's definitely going to injure your kid. That's not what a conversation I'm trying to have. But I'm saying you can't give me any other other tangible reason they voted for this unanimously because there's no data. Okay, here's Dr. Marty McCarry, a Johns Hopkins professor. This is not exactly, you know, Dr. Pepper. This is not exactly Dr. Dre. Not even, you know, Dr. J, who played for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, this is Dr. Marty McCarry flat out saying that if people are paying attention to this recommendation, it's going to destroy public trust in our health officials. This is clip three. We saw the same thing with school policy. The CDC argued they didn't close schools. They just sent out the guidance. But, of course, local authorities often will blindly follow whatever the CDC does. And if the CDC uh, is truly putting this on the vaccination schedule, as they just voted to do, this will be the first ever vaccine where there's no evidence to, sh- to show a reduction in disease in the community. So that's not a very good milestone. It threatens the credibility of MMR and polio and many of the other vaccines for which it's taken 50 years to build public trust. You're damn right. You're damn right. And that's also why. OK, they invested the 50 years to build the public trust in those other vaccines, published all kinds of data, all kinds of studies. Okay, and when people objected to some of those vaccines and pointed to, you know, side effects we've seen in children and stuff like that, at the very least, there was data to hit them with showing them that the odds of having a negative outcome from one of those other vaccines were infinitesimal. Okay, infinitesimal, like the odds of kids getting sick and dying from covid. Thank God. Okay, I'm not trying to be reckless with the health of your children, just so we're on the same page here. But thankfully, by the grace of God. Kids have had an astonishingly low mortality rate when it comes to COVID. It's less than one-tenth of a percent of kids who have contracted COVID. Less than one. Now, again, one child death is too many, but you understand what we're talking about now. Okay, a virus that is not adversely affecting them. We're mandating a vaccine that we have no data whatsoever helps them. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. And I got to tell you something. When you realize getting this onto the schedule indemnifies them against lawsuits, when you realize they were already indemnified with criminal and civil immunity when it comes to you taking the vaccine, you can't sue Pfizer if you take the vaccine and get sick. Okay, I'm not telling you it's bug juice. I'm not telling you it's no good. But I am telling you anybody asking 
for criminal and civil immunity is usually asking for it because they're doing something at least borderline. Correct the mundo. Okay, I mean, think about it. When's the last time you went out for a night on the town and your buddy was like, now, before you get in the car, I need you to sign this document saying, okay, you can't charge me criminally for anything I might do to you. Okay, you can't sue me for anything I might do to you. You're not getting in that car. You're like, what kind of psycho? What kind of night out begins with that? But that's where the vaccine starts. You've got to put this in your child. But before you do, you need to understand if something goes wrong, you can't sue Big Pharma. You can't charge them criminally. Does that give you any confidence whatsoever in this deal? The answer would be no. Of course not. And I'll tell you what else is going to undermine that confidence. And this is disgusting. Okay. Every other heavily medicated country. You go over to the European Union, they don't not not only are they not making, okay, the vaccine mandatory for kids, okay, 90% of them have made the vaccine off limits to kids. You can't give it to your kid. Not they're forcing you, they're forcing you not to, based on the lack of clinical data, based on the lack of long-term health studies, based on, let's be clear, and I don't take any joy in saying this, a major surge in adverse effects amongst children and young adults okay yes there are people that are getting harmed from this vaccine yes there are people that are suffering myocarditis and major health side effects no we don't have any data that says that's going to stop if we mandate this in children and this is the sickest part of right now right now these are our kids man these are our children Remember Whitney Houston, I believe the children of the future, that old teach them well, let them lead the way. She'd never make it as a Democrat if the late, great Whitney Houston was still alive. They're like, screw the kids. We're sending them to a a drag show and telling them to chop off their junk. What the hell did you just say? Uh, We're experimenting on them with medicine. This is disgusting. We are experimenting on children. And the sickest part of right now is half the country is okay with this simply because the other half is not. Okay, that's where we are right now. The feds came out yesterday, said you get no data, long-term, short-term, or anywhere in between. Not on a boat, not on a goat, not on a train, not with a plane. Okay, it is a straight Dr. Seuss, unanimous vote, 15 to nothing, to force this shot on your kids. You get no data. No parent in good conscience should say, yes, this sounds safe for my kids. But a lot of parents will just because the other political party has its doubts. Folks, that is not a way to run a country, and that is no way, no way whatsoever to protect your kids. Shame. Shame on everybody who's okay with this. Listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Precise, personal, powerful. Is America's weather team in the palm of your hands? Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 
It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. 888-788-9910. Going to get into your calls this hour. Jim Jordan's coming up. Lincoln Fallon's coming up. But right now we're talking about everybody's kids because this CDC recommendation is garbage. Uh, James is batting leadoff. He is in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Yo, James. Yes. My man. What's going on in barbecue How country? I'm good. How, how's the barbecue? I'm Oh, it's excellent all the time down here. Hey, I love the passion that you're putting on this. Oh, I'm mad, man. I'm, I am fired up. Friday's normally a feel-good day, but you know as well as I do, uh, this is not legit. This is not right, okay? There's no data. How do you say the kids got to take it and you can't even tell us what, what's going on? Well, I'm going to tell you. I got three grandchildren, mm-hmm. and not one of my grandchildren have had the shot. I have not had the shot. None of my children have had the shot. They have caught coronavirus. China flu, whatever you want to call this thing. I have never caught it. Now, I've been around them. Mm-hmm. Now, you start putting it on my children. I was talking to my son uh, and his wife about this uh, just two days ago. Mm-hmm. And they're when they're, they, their children get old enough, they're going to homeschool. They're not going to put them through this. They shouldn't. I mean, it's crazy. When, understand. And a lot of other, a lot okay. of other people are going to do the same thing. Then what's what's the teacher union going to do when they have no children to teach? <laughs> it's, yo, you're not wrong to say that enrollment's going to go down because you got to think about this, man. We're in a situation where you know if you were buying a car and they said you couldn't check the Carfax, you just had to buy it. You can't check the accident history. You can't check the engine. You can't check the alignment. You just have to buy it. You're going to walk off that lot, are you not? I'm going to say bye-bye. Have yep. a good day. And, and understand, that's, that's where we're at on the vaccine. And what's so sick about it is people are so stupid. People. Yeah. You got 80. Go ahead. You got 85 million that voted the other way to the Trump side. Do you not think that they're going to sit there and be like, okay, there's a lot of children coming out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to sit there and say, oh, you're going to tell me what to do. The government's going to tell me what to do, blah, blah. No, they ain't going to put up with that. They're going to do their own thing. Well, let's hope and that's so. what's going to happen. You're going to have a separation. Well, I, I don't know how this plays out, but my hope is that enough red states, enough red state governors have the guts to pull a DeSantis and say, hell no, because they don't have to follow this. It's just that states blindly do follow the CDC. That's how they closed schools. That's how they justified mask mandates. And they screwed up kids. And again, if this vaccine works and it's a, there's a benefit, fine, then show it to me. But if you can't show me the car facts, I ain't buying the car, dude. What, what, what do you think would happen if Trump had done this? Oh, forget about it. They'd be like, this is like Hitler stuff. Force and medicine? Come on, man. James, you get it. Uh, Play the barbecue on me. We'll talk again soon. More of your calls when we come back on Fox Across America. Introducing Vaccinate Me Elmo, the children's toy that's a must-have for kids. Oh, hi. Elmo's so happy to see you. Made from 100% political pressure, Vaccinate Me Elmo doesn't follow any science. He makes up the rules as he goes along. (laughs) That gives Elmo an idea. And with the pharmaceutical companies giving a kickback on every shot, he'll have your kids laughing all the way to the bank. Vaccinate Me Elmo, the toy that makes the good times mandatory. 
What a scam. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, 888-788-9910. We got a busy day in the show. Jim Jordan's coming up. Aaron Perini's going to be here. My son Lincoln Fail is going to be here. And uh, I got to tell you, Friday is a very loose day on this show. You know, we always ski downhill. But when I got out of bed this morning and was really reading, I was on TV at 4 o'clock this morning on Fox and Friends First. So at about 2.30 this morning, I started my reading. And uh, I read that the CDC had voted to unanimously recommend 15 to nothing this vaccine to schools. Okay, meaning if your kid's going to be in public school, he needs to be on the schedule, uh, up to schedule on his vaccines. Uh, Your kid, your son, daughter, your they, your them, whatever they are. Okay, it's fine. But stick with me here. After reading for an hour and a half about the vote, about who's on the panel, about what they voted for, you know, all everything in between, I was like, oh, well, okay, this is what they're doing. I guess there must be a ton of data on this. Yo, these are unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., unelected, unaccountable to anybody. It's the biggest problem in our country right now is the rules are being made by untouchable people. The country is run out of a basement in the Capitol, for all intents and purposes, where a bunch of these people, some of whom are making money off of these recommendations. Do you remember when Dr. Fauci was testifying and Rand Paul said, hey, is anybody on the panel recommending these boosters for kids, these vaccines for kids? Is anybody making money off these recommendations? And what did Fauci say? He said, I don't have to tell you that under the law. He should be behind bars. Think about that. Now, if these guys were getting a kickback to recommend this shot, that's pretty nefarious. You wouldn't want your name associated with such a thing, which means if that were the case and you were asked, hey, are you making money off this? The answer would have been hell no, because you wouldn't want to be anywhere near this. But understand, they didn't say hell no. They said, I don't have to tell you. Now, why would they be comfortable? Why would they be comfortable with that association? Why? Because deep down, they know they're guilty of it. They're recommending something they themselves make money off. You're the lowest form of life on earth. They really are. It is, yo, these are our kids, man. These are, listen to me, man. This is a goofy show. I don't get on the air as like, you know, bile distillery radio. There's a lot of, you know, talk radio that's just not even preaching to the choir. They're screaming at the choir all day long. You're like, dude, I agree with you. Why are you yelling at me? Okay, I don't do that show. I have talent. I don't have to do the show. I have a little bit of talent. Uh, You know, not a lot, a little, minimal. But the point is, okay, this is reckless. There's, you cannot tell me in good conscience that this is a good, a fair, a measured, a responsible move by the CDC if they can't give us the data. Again, this is the Carfax. You're buying a car. And the guy selling it to you goes, uh, hey, can I check the uh, can I check the engine? No, 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 you can't. Can I check the accident? Hit? No, no, actually, no, you can't. Are you still going to buy that car from that guy in that lot? The answer would be no. Of course not. But in this instance, they're saying you have to buy the car. <laughs> you you have to buy this car. You can't check the accident history. You can't check the engine. But, oh, by the way, we at the CDC, we, you have to buy the car. It's people with a dirty mind that think like that. It's disgusting. And I want to give Ron DeSantis credit because he's the first governor to come out and push back on this. And let me tell you something. Every one of you jackass red state governors that listen to this show, you all message us. We all talk to you. We know who's out there. Okay. We don't support you 
because you're Republican. We support you because there's an expectation that you'll do the right thing. Do you understand? I have a lot of congressmen on the show. If the Republicans take back the House and they're going to take back the House and they all sit on their hands, believe me, we're not doing a radio Twinkie Munch with the Republicans. We're not saying, well, our team won, so our work here is done. That's what the Democrats do. The Democrats wanted to win that election so bad it had become a sexual fantasy for them. Okay, it was beyond anything. They lived and breathed to beat Donald Trump and then realized that it had defined them so much so that when Donald Trump actually left office, they kept on fighting with the guy. I think he's got a point. I mean, you know this. If you've ever been anywhere near social media, you can literally type anything. Making muffins with the missus Sunday breakfast hashtag. Somebody writes back, yeah, but Trump well, overthrew democracy. Uh... I bet Trump and Melania never hang. You like, have you ever had a check? What is wrong with people? But you understand on the left, they wanted to beat him so bad. They had no plan for governance. There's no plan. They don't know what they're doing. Did you watch the Afghan troop withdrawal? Are you looking at the economy? Are you looking at right now in this moment? They continue to push climate change and late term abortion as every single poll says, hey, it's the economy. It's the crime, it's the border, it's the gas prices. Can we do something about any of those things? And the Democrats are like, the answer would be no. And now here we are getting a vaccine recommendation for children with no data whatsoever. Okay, I'm playing this DeSantis clip because every red state governor listening to the show better know that this is the way forward if you want support from anybody. And I'm telling you right now, if you are a parent, Okay, if you are a parent and you're just going to blindly follow this because the CDC says so, you know, the CDC that said vaccinated people couldn't get the shot. That CDC, you know, the CDC that said, you know, masking kids is a good thing. Now we have all these studies about kids committing suicide and losing over two years of learning. I love the poorly educated. Great. Well, it doesn't mean they should be experimented on medically. Okay, here is Ron DeSantis saying as much clip one. As long as I'm around and as long as I'm kicking and screaming, uh, there will be no COVID shot mandates for your kids. That is your decision to make as a parent. Uh, These are our new shots. The Surgeon General of Florida does not recommend this for young kids. We will make sure uh, that your freedom uh, to make those decisions on behalf of your kids remains intact. Thank you. And every single red state governor listening, every single Republican politician listening, this is a real moment, man. And DeSantis, to his credit, is giving you cover because he's the first guy to go out there and take the political bullet. Now, they'll call him Hitler. He's experimenting on your children. Do you remember when DeSantis said, I'm not going to close the schools and I'm not going to make the kids wear masks? And Biden was like, this is Neanderthal thinking. He's experimenting with the lives of children. And they yelled and screamed in the media, Ron DeSantis, trying to get your kids killed. The media is a bunch of losers. Okay, Ron DeSantis followed none of this, none of this. And despite having the second oldest population in America, has the same COVID numbers better than places like New York and California that locked down, that closed schools, that masked people up and forced people to get get vaccines. He took a targeted approach. He said, hey, elderly Americans who are more vulnerable to the virus, that's a big percentage of my population, should get vaccinated. I am not letting this thing anywhere near the children without data. Now, I really want you to think about this. 
Okay, really think about this. You're radio buddy talking. I promise you, I never talk to you. It's like a right-wing guy that wants to help the Republicans. Screw the Republicans. I don't care. Who, whoever knows how to run the country well is welcome to lead. For real, I don't care. If Kanye West had become president, okay, and could actually, like, hold it together, not that that matters these days. I mean, if you're watching the current guy, <laughs> but the point is anyone could have run the country if they run it well, I'm on board. I root for America. I don't root for parties. Okay, I didn't. I was a Donald Trump guy growing up. I didn't watch Celebrity Apprentice. It's like, come on. I don't care. I'm not a reality TV guy. I'm not watching that show. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Whatever. But the point is, okay, Donald Trump becoming president, just like Obama becoming president and Joe Biden becoming president, to be very clear. Growing up as a Yankee fan, I hated Roger Clemens. Didn't like the guy. It was a Red Sox. Then it was a Blue Jay. And I was not a fan of Roger Clemens. He was a rival. But one day I got out of bed. He was pitching for the Yankees. Okay, I wasn't going to start rooting against the Yankees. So I got out of bed hoping Roger Clemens would do a good job that day. Now, to be clear, I get out of bed every day hoping Joe Biden will do a good job. I am not a Democrat. I don't support his policies, but I'd like to see the country flourish. Okay, sadly, Joe Biden is not doing a good job. I agree with that. And he's getting rolled by pharmaceutical companies. Okay, but understand, okay, when you get out of bed in this country and you learn to root for this country, It allows you something called objectivity. I don't have to take one party's side just because, well, that's what my party's doing, so I guess I'm with them. we got to beat the other guys. We cannot look at politics like it is a team sport. I know that it's become. It's become a lifestyle. Hey, we got to beat those guys. Woo! Okay, that's wonderful. But you know when two people are fighting over something and they're pulling so hard that they eventually tear it in half? We've gotten to that place with our children. These are our children. We do not have data that tells us how this will affect our children long term. We do not have data that tells us how this will affect people's reproductive cycles long term. And you know what else we don't have data on when it comes to children? We don't have any clinical data whatsoever, zero zip, zilch, that shows us this will help them in the short term. When you're right, you're right, and you're right. Think about that, okay? Jamie is on the line in Tyler, Texas. Yo, Jamie! Hi, Jimmy. How are you? And it's Janie. Like, Janie's got a gun. Oh, Janie. Good. Don't pull it out on me. I didn't know that. Holy heck. Um, uh, but, but yeah, and I do want to say I respect your political position. I'm 44. I've been a registered independent since I turned 18. So, mm-hmm. um, But, um, yeah, I talked to you about a year and a half ago when mm-hmm. the Johnson & Johnson pause happened, mm-hmm. and you were asking why are people so vaccine hesitant Mm -hmm. and and this is why because our government is not being straight with us and it's all about the profits that they're saying and as far as politicians go um don't forget to give a big shout out to uh senator ron johnson i hope he wins his Mm re-election he's been on the forefront of this from the beginning but we do need to protect our children and another factor to consider is just like um, the schools are following the CDC, mm-hmm. the family court systems are 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 pro anything pharmaceutical, and this is a really scary time because there are parents out there who their marriage didn't work out, and they're worried about their kids being mandated by the courts to be vac- vaccinated and having their rights taken away that way. And so that's another concern that we need our politicians to look at and put a pause on to not let. Um, mm-hmm courts order people to do this but i do think we need to protect the kids and i just want to make the point that this is why people were hesitant of this vaccine because we have a governmental system that just can't be straight with us and they want to silence everybody who does and don't ever forget this is also a vaccine they said wasn't going to be mandatory 
And then they turned yeah. around last year and like, oh, no, it's got to be mandatory. And when they made that change, remember, like we were screaming because we were like, you didn't make the change because some new data emerged. You just made the change because really there was two things in play. And this is politics in a nutshell. It's always money and power. OK, there was a bazillion dollars to be made off of these vaccines. And there was power because the Democrats pushed a vaccine mandate after saying they wouldn't because they were trying to reengage their base after Afghanistan. What happened is in August of last year, Biden was polling above water. Afghanistan happened. He lied to everybody's face, said it was a successful airlift, said it was a good thing, said their government wasn't going to collapse and then trusted. And Joe Biden went completely underwater. So they got out of bed in September, knowing that COVID cases at the time were actually going down, and they implemented this mandate, thinking it would allow them to take credit for the decline in cases. See all you dumb Trumpers that didn't want to take the vaccine? We're driving down the case numbers. But then the Omicron variant happened, and the vaccine didn't keep up with it, so they got a huge spike in cases. And the point is, that can happen again and again. So are we just going to keep revaccinating our kids every year, every time there's a new variant? I mean, you know we're not going to. But we need red state governors to, you know, have a pair like Ron DeSantis. Well, especially when we're we're trying to force implement a vaccine perpetually that even I don't know if you know this, but um, uh, I forget the the House representative, but their daughter died this summer. And they're thinking it's because it happened a few weeks after her second vaccine, 17 year old, totally healthy. And I feel almost cruel that I don't remember her name, but bless that family. But I mean, it's a scary thing and we can't be forcing this on our kids, on our military, on anybody. People need to be able to make the choice and they need a truly informed decision and they don't need the government lying to us with the with the lobbyists who are lining their pockets with the taxpayers' money, essentially. So it's it's just a horrible it's, circle of events that Janie, needs to stop. Janie, we need to send you to Washington. Would you run for office? I would run for office. <laughs> yes, you would, Janie. And you've yeah, got- I'm actually in Louis Gohmert's district, uh-huh. and I appreciate that he he um, he's given up his Congress seat to try to run against Ken Paxton. Louis Gohmert is a fighter, but I have plans of trying to get in touch with him to do some advocacy things for well, situations such as this, the problems in the family court system, the problem with the vaccinations, mm-hmm. and things like that. It just it needs to stop. No, it does. Thank God for. It- and it, it needs people on your level at the grassroots level to get in, get, and get involved. You know, that's the yes. thing. Listen, yes. I'm going to be in Tyler, Texas, November 10th and 11th. So if we can stay away from the bar long enough to have a sober conversation, I'd love to chat with you. Oh, I would love it. I right. would love it. I think that would be phenomenal. All right. Kick ass. Well, you're going to hear all about it on KTBB. We're about to start advertising, the you know, the two events. Uh, I just have to record the promo that I promised Mr. Glazer I'd have done by now. So let me run. <laughs> but we'll do it again really Paul soon. I love Glazer. Okay. Uh, thank you're the best, you. Janie. Okay. Have a good day. There she goes, the great Janie. There we go back after this. The critics have, have spoken. spoken. You snotty little bastard. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Busy Friday on Fox Across America. I'm coming up on the five today with Jesse Waters and Judge Janine. Handsome Harold Ford's going to be there. Katie Pavlich, my radio bestie, going to be on the set as well. But right now, it is Barb headlining this hour of radio. She is in Waterloo, New York. Yo, Barb. Hello. How are you? Hey, girlfriend. Uh, I'm good. It's Friday, but I'm a a little worked up about this ridiculousness out of the CDC. Oh, oh, I, I'm furious. I'm glad I don't have school age children anymore because I'd be at, I'd be going crazy. Rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> I don't so. understand how they can even call it a vaccine. It's I mean, know, it's not. You're right. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not a vaccine. It's a therapeutic, if mm. anything. 
And which, I mean, it's not even a vaccine. You get the polio vaccine, you never get polio. You yes. don't spread polio. It's done. And that's, that's a vaccine. The, well, that's the scam of right now is like they got it this far through social pressure. Like if you pointed out that it was not a vaccine, they would yell, oh, Barb's going to get people killed. Oh, Barb shouldn't oh, be allowed yeah. on Facebook. But they were wrong, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. the, that's where like this is a real moment where we owe it to children. Okay, to actually raise these questions, because most people won't. Most people will go along with the CDC just because they hate Republicans. They'll be like, oh, the Republicans don't like it. Well, then we do. But it's your kid who's being experimented on. I know. All of this is insane. It's just insane to me. I can't believe this is where we're at now. It is a (laughs) dumb time to be alive, Barb. It's a dumb time. It really is. The, the, it's scary. I know it is. The the right now the way the way things are, you know, the midterms thankfully are a few minutes away, and I do believe the Republicans yeah. are going to take control of everything. But the reason this is the is a problem is because the CDC is not something we vote for. They're unelected bureaucrats that do whatever the heck they want. And there's a lot. Yeah. There's enough pharmaceutical money flying around that believe me, everyone in Congress is fine with whatever they do because there's that much cash yeah. to be made. So, yeah, people and I have to kudos to uh, um, Ron DeSantis, because in the clip that you just played, he called it a shot. He didn't call it a vaccine. He called it a shot, which it is. Yes, it is. I'd be happier with my kid taking a shot of tequila at this point. Uh, But he's probably already doing that. So I don't want to get ahead of my skis here. Barb, great call. I'll see you uh, upstate soon. okay, girlfriend. There she goes. The great Barb. Busy hour coming up. Jim Jordan is going to be in the house. And speaking of upstate New York, Aaron Perini, head of the Buffalo Bills Mafia, stops by to talk midterms. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, girl, here we go, here we go. Coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world, famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. Another big hour of Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. And talk about an embarrassment of radio riches. Jim Jordan joining us in this hour from the 4th Congressional District of Ohio. Aaron Perini, GOP strategist. And, of course, we will hear a little bit later on from the great Lincoln Fela, my 13-year-old son who has a big high school football game tomorrow for the Clark Rams. We'll tell you how to bet the game, make some money. I don't know, maybe combat inflation, because according to a new Monmouth poll, nobody in Washington, D.C. is even thinking about it. Okay, we're told, you know, I feel your pain. The Democrats are the party of the little guy. Democrats are so full of crap. And if you don't believe me, check out this poll I am about to read you. 888-788-9910 is the phone number if you want to weigh in. You know the rules on this hour and every hour of the show. Fox Across America, it is an audio safe space for cool people. And I don't mean we're cool. Like with a Fonz, we got a pack of cigarettes under our shirt sleeve like, hey, I just mean we're cool. You don't have to agree uh, to be welcome here. You don't have to, you know, get chased out of a restaurant. You don't have to get unfriended. You're not going to get canceled. We're just people. We're just talking. You have views. I have views. I don't really care. I say it every day. It's America. The whole point of the country, e pluribus unum, which means out of many, one. We're supposed to be free-range chickens. Okay, we're all supposed to be doing our own thing. And at the end of the day, okay, push comes to shove. We're all America. Nobody's going to mess with us. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 
Sadly, a lot of people don't dig that in this day and age. Now they're like, what do you mean free-range chickens? We shouldn't be having meat. We need to cancel these chicken people. Get them out of here. I want synthetic chicken or nothing else. That's not right. It's crazy. So we try to function on this show as a place where people can converse honestly without fear of retribution. So, you know, if you want to call in, you can be a Republican, you can be a Democrat, you can be an independent, you can be a libertarian. Just don't be a and you're on your way. All right, so here we go. We are now, my goodness gracious, 18 days to the midterms, maybe 17. It is coming. It is coming fast. And uh, there's a Monmouth University poll out. It's a survey. It was released late last night. Uh, and it shows that just 31% of people, 31% of people agree that Joe Biden is giving enough attention to the issues that are most important to their family. Biden sucks. Additionally, 63% of survey respondents said they wished Biden would give issues such as inflation more attention on the stump. Uh Oh, I'm in trouble. I mean, one of the problems there is he's not really on the stump. Nobody wants him to campaign. Okay, think about right now. Biden's on his way back to Delaware for the weekend. We're less than three weeks from the midterms. And everybody's like, oh, that's because he's lazy. He's always on vacation, which is true. He's taken more vacation, 174 days, than any president in history at this point in their presidency. But the fact remains he's not going to Delaware because he's lazy. He's going to Delaware because nobody wants him to campaign with them. Bingo. Okay, the only guy who had him out was Fetterman because Fetterman yesterday in Pennsylvania looks halfway together when you're watching Biden try to find his way off the stage. Like, the dude needs a GPS. How many times can you ask the presidential band to play Hail to the Chief while this guy struggles to find an exit? And can someone just, like, grab him and be like, dude, let's go? Okay, normally if you sign up to be in the presidential band, it is like a sweet gig, man. You play the get. You play one song a day. Guys walking up to the podium, hail to the chief. Dun 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 dun. dun. That's the gig. Okay. Oh, the guy leaves the podium. Dun 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 dun. dun. And then you're like, it's Miller time. Come on, boys, let's hit the bar. But in this day and age, this guy is wandering around. Dun 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 dun. dun. You're like, where is he? He's not out here yet. <laughs> Where's he? No, he's supposed to go that way. Where's he? Oh, my God. This man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup. Okay, so he's out there wandering around the stage making up words. Yes, it makes sense that John Fetterman would want Joe Biden campaigning for him. Because if you're watching John Fetterman, okay, day in and day out, and you're like, oh, gee, I don't know. I mean, this could this guy really do the gig? It, you know, it looks like a little bit of a mess. But then you see him standing next to Biden, and everybody looks on top of it. Tell him like it is. Okay, but according to this poll, nobody believes Biden is on top of it. Okay, what we're learning here in this Monmouth poll is prices, prices at the pump, prices at the store, those are the top issues for voters, 85% call inflation an extremely or very important matter for the government to address. These are the following four issues that matter most to voters. Okay, crime, 75 percent. Jobs and unemployment, 74 percent. Elections and voting, 74 percent. Domestic terrorism and hate groups, 68 percent, according to a Monmouth poll. Okay, you know what none of these people prioritized in that top five? Climate change and late term abortion. He knows what he's talking about. Okay, the only people who care about climate change are white kids. White climate change is the ultimate white privilege. Every single one of these climate change crazies is a white kid. Okay, if you live in an inner city where you're really struggling with crime, 
Okay, you're worried you're going to get mugged on the way to the bodega or the bogada, as Jill Biden calls it. The last thing you're worried about is what the weather's going to do 50 years from now. And I can prove that because over at MSNBC, they had their own little focus group this morning on Morning Joe. And I'm going to play you an actual clip from Morning Joe. No, God, no, God, please, no, no, no. No, but you got to listen to this. You know, Fox will do this. They did it this morning. I was on Fox and Friends first this morning with Carly Shimkus, Todd Pyro. If you missed it, you can watch it on the Fox Across America Facebook page. But one of the things we did on Fox and Friends first this morning is we brought on a panel of voters. Hey, we're talking about vaccinating our children. What do you think about this CDC recommendation? And every parent got on TV and was like, hell no. Ain't nobody got time for that. And they, they really like soundly rejected it. Well, MSNBC had on a panel on Morning Joe of potential midterm voters, a focus group, and were asked about crime in Philadelphia. And, you know, what they were hoping MSNBC would hear them say is, you know, MAGA's racist, we're systemically biased, the Republicans are going to get us all killed. But instead they focused on, you know, the people that are literally getting them killed. Philadelphia is horrific. Philadelphia is the purge right now, dude. It's like you're basically just like if you if you can't afford 59 bucks to play Call of Duty, take a ride to Philadelphia. You can play it for real. It's madness. And here's the focus group telling them as much. It's clip 12. It's rides everywhere. Everywhere, the all throughout jacking, the city. The carjacking is crazy. The robberies. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. It seems to be like it's, more than ever. It's and it's scary. not just... The city is even into the suburbs, so it's it's um, but it's obviously is more heavily concentrated in in the urban areas. Um, but absolutely, um, we don't even know going home today how yeah. how we're going to feel. You know whether you're driving or on public transportation, what's going to happen? I feel like a lot of times, like I'm in a video game, get Charlie home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or get Charlie to work. I mean, really think about what that man just said. I feel like I'm living in a video game. Get Charlie home. Get Charlie to work. What the hell is the world coming to? This is not sustainable, and it's people's actual lives, okay? When you try to reduce crime to an issue of black or white, it's always an issue of right or wrong. But when you try to politicize crime, you know, well, we need some woke bail reforms. Everything woke turns to it really does. And the problem behind these woke bail reforms in the name of equity is when you release people from jail in the name of equity, the high rates of criminal recidivism wind up harming the very group of people you have released from jail in the name of equity. That is correct. Understand, OK, 90 percent of violent crime is committed by, against people of the same race. Okay, 90 percent of violent crime is committed by people of the same race. So if you say, oh, equity, we've got to let people out of jail. That's it's unfair to black people. Okay, it is unfair to black people. You want to know why? Because 90 percent of the time, okay, that criminal, the rate of recidivism means they're going to commit another violent crime against a law abiding black person. Okay, what we're doing right now is these woke bail reforms are prioritizing the criminal over the cop or the victim. That's stupid. Use your common sense. That's what these bail reforms have done. Guys are shoving people onto subway tracks, getting out an hour later. Okay, think about the God, the horrific story. I hate talking about this stuff. Okay, the 
NYFD, fire department. Okay, woman was an EMS lieutenant, a month from retirement, standing outside the garage, okay, standing outside the firehouse, gets stabbed to death by a maniac who had already been charged with killing his grandmother. Okay, this guy's out walking the streets of New York. Yo, I this race is irrelevant to me. If you kill somebody, you got to go to jail. That's not supposed to be unreasonable. But that's where the Democrats are right now when it comes to issues, is they're not focused on right or wrong. They're focused on how can we pimp each individual issue out for race. That's what they do. Democrats just call everyone racist so they go along with their stupid ideas. And in this instance, their stupid ideas are getting people killed. We're going to talk about it with Jim Jordan when we come back. A show so good, it's frightening. I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Folks, if you drive around the 4th Congressional District of Ohio, talking like Lima, you know, talking like Wapakoneta, St. Mary's, it is almost impossible to miss a campaign sign for our next guest. And I mean miss I mean miss with a BB gun. Me and Lincoln have been shooting at them uh, left and right. I kid. Joining us now, a man who might take umbrage to that. Superstar Congressman Jim Jordan back on the show. Hey, man. Jimmy, how are you doing? And as you talk about driving around the district, we're doing that now. So we may we may have spotty cell reception, but it's good to be with you, brother. You ain't kidding, man. Uh, no, you're repping hard. Uh, I was out there. The signs <laughs> the signs are everywhere. You're you are almost as popular in the fourth district as Natty Light. The beer. Oh, <laughs> almost as popular as. Uh, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to give me a hard time and say almost as popular as the New York Yankees are in Ohio right whoa, now. So, uh, whoa, so whoa, whoa, whoa! Listen, pal, <laughs> the Bengals are three and three. The Browns are so bad. If you get there early, you can play. <laughs> How about you relax, tough guy? I don't have to take this. I don't have to. Take yeah, this. no. They, the, 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 I actually, the best line is the only thing more unpopular than Joe Biden in our state is the New York Yankees because he's not too popular here in the great state of Ohio, and that's why JD Vance is going to win. By the way, yes, you can, you can feel it. You can feel it building um, uh-huh. here, and frankly, across the country, you can feel things moving in a good direction Dude, for the, conservatives and Republicans. If we, you know, we we talk in sports a lot on this team, on this show, you know. Um, In terms of sports, the momentum swing, you can feel it. There has been a momentum swing in the last three weeks, and I think one of the reasons why is one side is prioritizing real issues. The other side is prioritizing things not that many people care about. Like when you're traveling the 4th District, is anybody talking to you about climate change today? No one's talking talking about January 6th. Everyone's talking about inflation, crime, no borders. And five dollars are talking about, and they're also, frankly, talking about Jimmy. The the what this administration is doing in in, in weaponizing government and coming after your freedoms, and yep. so that that's what this I've all I've said all that's what this election's about. Those four key issues and the fact that they are weaponizing government and, and the they, Second Amendment and due process rights. No, they they absolutely are. Jim Jordan's on the line. If you're just joining us in the car, so the reception's spotty because Russell's driving. He swerves a lot. <laughs> Sheesh. I don't know whose idea, I don't know whose idea was that. Was was Stevie Wonder taken? Yeah. Too funny. Um, let me throw this at you, man. Okay, go. Um, we were covering a poll at the top of the hour about how the okay. big issues are very much what you just outlined. The Democrats yeah. aren't really pushing that, as we both agree. But my question to you is um, – 
have they gotten so heavily invested in government on the left that this has just become it's almost like a religion where they're they're pushing government on us so aggressively because the CDC vote that came down last night, it came down with no data. They said we voted 15 nothing to recommend kids get the shot, but they have no data. Like if you were buying a car and they said you can't look at the car facts, not the accident history, not the engine. Are you buying that car? Of of course not. No, this is the left is committed to one thing, their radical agenda. They don't care. I mean, the. They don't care that Joe Biden's not capable of doing the job right now. They don't care that 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 I don't think John Fetterman is is is, is ready to be United States senator. They don't care about those things. All they care about is their radical left agenda. And and you know it, there was a, there was a there was a poll done um, there was a poll done um, last month. Fifty five percent fifty five percent of uh, Democrats do not believe America is the greatest nation in history. So when they, that, that's where one half, more than one half of one of the political parties doesn't believe in what you and I know and your listeners know that this is the greatest nation ever. They don't believe that. All they care about is their radical agenda, including the vote you described that took place yesterday at the CDC. Well, that's this is this is what's so nuts about that mindset of almost being anti-American is that the Democrats are asking you know voters to buy season tickets and root against the home team. It's like it's so bizarre. I mean, if you bought season tickets to the Reds, you're going to root for the home team at least for like three games and then you're going to give up. (laughs) But there's going to be three games where you're behind the team. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's it's really scary because that was not the case with the Democrat Party. You know, just a few decades ago, it certainly wasn't the case when John Kennedy, he believed in the greatness of this country was a war. It was amazing. But but today's left, they don't think America is the greatest. And it's even worse than that. It's as, as you said. They're not rooting for the country. They want to fundamentally change the country, and they want to attack those of us who disagree with them. That, that, and, and it's and it's a dis, and we've talked about this before, but there's a disdain they have for. Now Peter Strzok's text message deletes oh, a page gosh. in the Walmart. He says, "I can smell the Trump supporters." Mm-hmm. So th- that is the problem. Um, it, 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 but but uh, here's the good news. In 18 days, the voters are going to make a change. Uh, you can you can feel it coming, and I think they're going to do it in a big way. Yeah, it's coming. We're talking to Jim Jordan. He's on the line from the 4th Congressional District out in Ohio. One of the things that Joe Biden was predicting is he said, well, if Republicans take back the House, they're going to go out and crash the economy just to make life harder on us in 2024. If the Republicans wanted to crash the economy, wouldn't you just do nothing and let it running at, keep running as is? Yeah, of course. They always they always accuse us of what they're doing. I mean, he's imposed the cruelest tax there is, the inflation tax, and he's done it at a 41-year high. Holy cow. And they did it because they've driven up the cost of energy. They've made us energy dependent, not energy independent, which we were under President Trump. And on, on top of that, they don't want a border. We don't have a border. So um, – yeah, and, and the scary thing is, and I've had constituents say this to me. I, I, I always, this it was, she was an older lady sitting on the front row. We're doing a little town hall type format at this meeting, and she looked at me literally with her eyes getting glass, kind of glassy eyed and teary eyed, and she said, "I never thought it could get this bad, this quickly." And it's like that's what's really I think got Americans' attention, mm-hmm. and why. Um, and yeah, why they're going to make the change they're going to make on election day? Yeah, it's it's bad. It's 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 a rough one, man. Um, but really quick before I let you go, you did take some shots at my New York Yankees. Has um, has <laughs> has has Representative Kevin Brady down in Texas turned you into a full blown Astros fan, or are you just giving me a hard time? 
You know, I caught that. Well, I was at a number of events yesterday, but I caught that. I caught that double play right at the end of the game. Dude, I don't know. Your your mic cut out. out. I didn't hear that. Sorry, yeah, yeah. buddy. I don't that know what's going great. on. I kid. I kid. It was a great. It's a, it was a great. But it was a great play. Yeah, it was. That, 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 that double play. Um, and then, Judge, you thought that you thought that ball was going to go out when he hit it. Yeah, you so, did. Um, he's got to head we'll back to a- Jim. He's got to head back to A Rod's locker and get some steroids or something. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're the man. Stay safe out there. Good. Tell Russell to keep his you eye too. on the road, okay, brother? All right, we will. Thanks, Jimmy. See you, my man. There he goes, the great Jim Jordan, Aaron Perini, joining us from Bills Mafia next. It is Fox Across America. With Jimmy Fallon. I'm in good spirits. It's Friday. I'm coming up on the 5 at 5 p.m. today on the Fox News Channel. You can watch me tomorrow night with Lawrence Jones on Cross Country. Next Monday, I'll be on America's Newsroom with Bill and Dane. There's a lot going on. I'll be on Outnumbered Wednesday. I'll be back on Gutfeld Thursday night. Then we're heading out to the Spokane Comedy Club next Friday night. Uh, it is the 28th and 29th of October. Tickets available at SpokaneComedyClub.com. Now, it sounds like I might really be on top of things, but nobody, and I mean nobody, is riding higher than our next guest because the Buffalo Bills finally beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, a little bit late uh, if you were watching the AFC Championship game, but a win's a win. We'll take it. Aaron Perini is here to tell us why. Hey, girl. Hey, Jimmy. You know, we did beat them in the regular season last year as well. But postseason is what matters when you're trying to win the Super Bowl. So I feel much more comfortable this year going in that direction than I did last season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron Perini. I wanted to ask you this. Um, Knowing that there was a little bit of a payback because of the heartbreak in the AFC Championship game, did Bill's Mafia get extra rowdy or is it just any old win? You know, we did get a little extra rowdy. Um, you know, earlier on in the season, we were getting those wins. We were getting those big blowouts, you know, uh, out in L.A. And, and fans weren't coming to the to the airport to welcome home the team. But, you know, we beat the Chiefs this week. The airport was slammed with Bill's Mafia, and they were lining the street all the way out of the airport to welcome the players home for the regular season week six victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Knowing knowing Bill's fans, I'm surprised any of them were allowed to drive after that game. But fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it your word. It's fine. It's funny because my son uh, is a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, 13-year-old Lincoln Fela, and uh, that's his own issue to deal with. We'll let him work it out. Uh, but I bring up Pittsburgh anyway because it is where Biden and Fetterman had their weirdo event yesterday. So did you see that John Fetterman didn't speak at a John Fetterman rally? Didn't speak. It's a Fetterman rally. So, like, you bought tickets to see Aerosmith, but they didn't sing. Isn't that a little weird? It's very weird. Even if this had been a President Biden event in Pennsylvania with John Fetterman, there would be a call up on stage. There would be a quick thank you or a quick set of remarks or remarks before the president gets on stage. But to see a literally one of the top tier Senate races in the country, you have the president who has the biggest bully pulpit in the world with the candidate and the candidate doesn't say a single word. I truly cannot think of a time that that has ever happened. But in John Fetterman's case, it's clear that it's better when he doesn't speak than when he does. And everybody knows about the stroke, but the crazy radical policies coming out of his mouth are not helping the situation whatsoever. Uh, You know, I say it all the time. It's like, I don't care that he can complete a sentence. I care that he doesn't want criminals completing jail sentences. You know, that's a bigger issue. That's exactly right. And that's That's what we keep coming back to, man. And did you see that was funny because Biden said yesterday that he's like, "Uh, you know, his wife's going to be great in the Senate. And we know, you know, Biden says a lot of dumb stuff. But was that I took that as an admission that he sees a Fetterman 
Senate term like he sees his own presidency with the wife being in charge. Like, was Biden kind of telling us Jill was in charge when he said Fetterman's wife was going to be in charge? He absolutely could have been. But also, Giselle has very much made herself the spokesperson and the candidate, right? He had the stroke, and when he won the the primary, she gave the acceptance speech because it was right after he had the stroke. Okay. She's been out there speaking on his behalf, doing interviews on his behalf. She tweets and she cuts his head off in photos that she tweets to the two of them. I mean, it's just very bizarre behavior, and it's very clear she is very eager to be in every camera shot and the center of attention. And the more that that they try to distract from the fact that John Fetterman is a crazy radical, the more I actually think it highlights it because you can't hide crazy as much as they want to try. And listen, I watched a lot of Real Housewives. You truly cannot hide crazy. (laughs) Well, to their credit, Okay, I think they were they were at least showcasing like the real housewives gave up. They were like, well, maybe people like crazy people. We should do this. But you're right to say it that with 18 days to go, you know, the cat's out of the bag on the Fetterman thing. It's not working, you know, and and, and you know what else cats out of the bag on? Frankly, we were reading this Monmouth University poll earlier. It's that they're really pushing things like they're trying to make this Rovember, but nobody cares, meaning when it comes to the economy, Crime or inflation, people care about that a lot more than they care about abortion. But the Democrats don't seem to get that memo, or do they not trust the polls? Like, why do you think they're doing that? It's bizarre to me, and I've tried to kind of put myself in the headspace of a Democrat, and I'm kind of failing miserably because the American people are screaming at the Democrats. We want things to be cheaper. Inflation is crushing us. We can't get what we need at the grocery store. Democrats, why is it so expensive in America with you at the helm? And instead, Democrats are like, yeah, but what about this thing over here? What if we talk about abortion instead? And the American people are like, we hear you, but I'm really more concerned about this. And Democrats are like, I don't know. They just aren't willing to accept reality. I mean, the American people are screaming that the country is too expensive and Democrats are sending us in the wrong direction. So Democrats need to try to distract because they know that their policies certainly didn't deliver. Nope. Uh, We're talking to the great Erin Perini. She is, of course, the vice president of TAG Strategies. She's a former Trump principal deputy communications director. And uh, we are having a grown-up talk about the midterms because somebody has to. And here's another thing I wanted to throw at you, Erin Perini. I don't think, and I say this a lot, I don't think anybody cares about climate change except rich white people. I don't know anybody else who's a rank and file American or, heaven forbid, somebody that lives in an inner city being plagued by high crime who's worried about what the weather does in 50 years. Do you? No, I don't. And it, it, But you would think with the way that Democrats are running policy right now that 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 it needs to be this exact moment. You saw California going out and trying to ban gas-powered vehicles in the future. New York has taken the same tact where they're trying to ban the future sales of gas-powered vehicles. For people who can barely afford to put gas in their car right now because of how crushing the economy is on them, you want them to turn around and then buy a new car and put solar panels on their roof? It's just not realistic. Again, Democrats aren't actually worried about delivering for the American people as a whole. They're worried about delivering for their far-left cronies. You see it in their push on Roe. You see it in their push on Green Initiative. You see it on the fact that they aren't focused on what the American people need. And the American people need an economy that works for them. But with Joe Biden and Democrats at the helm, it's completely working against them. And Jim Clyburn was on TV yesterday 
saying, well, we knew that the Inflation Reduction Act was going to make things more expensive. I, it's, it's actually mind-boggling when Democrats tell the truth because – you know that they know that these policies are bad, but they just don't care. Oh, it's so true. It's really bizarre. I liken it to like it's almost like a shopping spree. They, there used to be these game shows, right, where they'd give a person a shopping cart and be like, all right, you have five minutes to throw everything you can fit into the shopping cart and you're allowed to keep it. And the Democrats have kind of governed that way. They're just trying to squeeze in as many far left items into the shopping cart as they can before they lose power. And I do believe they're going to lose power. But what do you make of this Biden claim? And uh, a lot of Democrats have said this. They're like, well, if the Republicans win the House, they're going to tank the economy on purpose just to, you know, get it back to your power in 2024. But I don't believe that the Democrats need any help with tanking the economy. No, they don't need help taking the economy because they've done it all on their own. Between the Inflation Reduction Act and their so-called American Rescue Plan that didn't rescue anybody but the green initiatives that the Democrats wanted to champion, when you talk about the policies they put forward, it made America less secure, more expensive, and it's hurting our economy. And they're trying to say now, oh, well, Republicans are going to be the problem. You can't lie to the American people. If there's one thing that's happened in the major political shift we've seen in the country within the last six to seven, eight years, it is the fact that the American people's BS is stronger than it's ever been before. That's, and they aren't buying what the Democrats are selling them about, oh, well, it's going to be Republicans' fault. We haven't even won anything yet, and they're already blaming us for their failures. It's, it's because they can't accept accountability. It's the same thing when Joe Biden messes up and the White House won't acknowledge that he was wrong. Democrats refuse to accept accountability. It's like, it, it's like Zoolander, where he's like, am I taking crazy pills? I can see the obvious, and yet you're all doing the exact opposite thing. Oh, it's so true, Aaron Perini. Final question, because I do know the Buffalo Bills have a buy this week. Yes. Um, does the NFL give them a buy just because Home Depot needs time to build extra tables that the Bills fans have smashed in the parking lot? Uh, it's true. Also, um, Labatt Blue needs to start restocking because Bill fans <laughs> ship a lot of beer to whatever game they're at in the country. So it's a, it's a lot of that. You know, we need a week to rest and rebuild. But I'm hopeful when we come back and we have our Sunday night football game versus the Green Bay Packers, that our team will be healthy, that we'll have plenty of tables, plenty of beer, that Tredavious White will be back on defense and that we will be just cruising the rest of the way. To seeing Kansas City in the AFC Championship, to beating them in the AFC Championship, and to winning the Super Bowl, Josh Allen MVP. Wow, Aaron Perini. I'm t- if the Bills play with your passion, they got a shot this year. That's all I will say. Girlfriend. I'm just trying to keep up with Josh Allen, honestly. No, he's a beast. No, he's he's been he's been great. He's doing good in Madden too. They're actually my Madden team against my dirtbag son. I play with the Bills, <laughs> so it's like it's a hole to do. So this is very this one really hit home for See, me. You're mafia now. We love it. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Aaron Perini will do it again soon. Keep playing good ball, girlfriend. Thanks, Jimmy. Talk soon. You, there you go. The great Aaron Perini. And you, I wanna, I'm want i going to add one thing. One thing to what Aaron Perini said, because Joy Reid commented on exactly what Aaron Perini just said. Joy Reid is a race-baiting loser. Totally. But listen to this. Joy Reid, here is a clip on MSNBC. Okay, I never play clips when I have guests on. Some hosts do that. But if I have a guest on, I, I you want you to hear them talk. I don't want you to hear the you know, audio clips, and we need a guest, okay? But Joy Reid actually commented on this about how she's accusing Republicans of trying to scare women into thinking the economy is more important than abortion. Here's a newsflash. The economy is always going to be more important than abortion. That's true. That is true. Like, are you crazy? What are you even talking about? Okay, if the economy's that bad, you can't even afford your abortion. And then Stacey Abrams would be like, well, that's why you're not supposed to have a kid. No, no. 
The responsibility of raising a child, I tell you this all the time, is the reason I host Fox Across America. I was a wayward mess. I was doing stand-up comedy, driving a cab, you know, having a good time in life. But having the responsibility of applying myself so I could provide for Jenny and Lincoln kind of forced me onto a good, straight, and narrow. Not that I was on a bad one, but it forced me to play more consistent ball day in and day out because my decisions affected people beyond myself. And when your time is no longer your own, you got to look after the kid, you got to change a diaper, you got to get to school, whatever the heck you may be, okay, it teaches you to function more efficiently. Okay, when I was a single dude, it could take me three weeks to mail a letter. Ah, I'll get to it. I'm bad. Whatever, I'll get to it. I'm playing video games, going drinking. It doesn't matter. Dude, when you have a kid, okay, or you even have multiple kids, which I don't have, the efficiency that people learn in order to get things done is mind-blowing. Okay, somebody who has four kids can build a house, side it, put in a pool, flip it, sell it to another buyer, and close on it before you get out of bed in the morning and watch your first Netflix show. You become a ninja. Okay, but here's Joy Reid again saying now abortion is the most important thing in the world. Clip 11. The midterm election is now less than three weeks away. And in the final stretch, I've noticed, and I, I don't know if you've noticed, frankly, this the gaslighting of women voters, this message that says, oh, you don't really care about your right to control your own bodies, dears. It's the economy, stupid. I mean, Republicans certainly want you to think that. And the Beltway media is helping push that narrative with headlines touting recent polls, some with tiny, tiny sample sizes, suggesting that Republicans are surging. The red wave is back. Don't you have any respect for yourself? Just to be clear, okay, when she's like, oh, the polls, the red wave is surging. Real clear politics. Okay, real clear politics. They average all the polls. Okay, so when she says, oh, just one poll, tiny samples, they average all the polls. And you know what Real Clear Politics says? It says not only are the Republicans going to pick up 35 plus seats in the House, but they're going to hold the Senate 53 to 47. Oh, wow. So when Joy Reid is sitting there trying to tell you, oh, it's just Republicans scaring women and using BS polls. Okay, that's not what's going on. What's going on is. When it comes to the issue of abortion, the Democratic sales pitch is a lie. I think he's got a point. It's a huge lie. When she says, oh, Republicans are scaring women into giving up control of their own body. Are they, though? Are Republicans banning women from going on the pill? The answer would be no. Are they banning women for insisting on use of condoms? The answer would be no. Are they banning women from, oh, I don't know abstinence the answer would be no are they banning women oh i don't know from taking the morning after pill the answer would be no are they even banning women from getting an abortion the answer would be no but joy reed with a straight face ah they're trying to ban women from controlling their own bodies you're a liar these are idiots these are frauds but the whole democratic platform and this is why they're in a position where they're just totally for the midterms. And this is true. It's because they got lazy. The Democrats got really lazy. They didn't have to put forth policies that benefited anybody. They just had to call anyone who opposed them a racist, a homophobe, a misogynist, a transphobe. That has been the Democratic ethos in identity politics. They didn't have to work for your vote. But now that social media has been around a little while and we realize all the people calling you racist or calling you garbage are the actual garbage people in society, the attack line doesn't work anymore. 
And now the Democrats are being asked to put forth a policy somebody can get behind. And sadly, they don't have any. So when you hear Joy Reid saying things like, oh, Republicans are gaslighting women, that might be true if Republicans were saying, yeah, you can't use condoms. Yeah, you can't take the pill. Yeah, you can't take more than half a pill. Yeah, you can't abstain. But they're not saying any of those things, you understand. And at the same time, when you're telling us it's my body, my choice, but then you turn around and tell us we need to get a vaccine, whether we like it or not, Joy Reid, you kind of lose whatever little credibility you had left, okay? Democrats are And it's not the fault of gaslighting Republicans. It is the fault of nobody but the Democrats. And I'm out here in the real world and I know what's right or wrong or bullshit. Taking the edge off one story at a time. America needs to learn how to lighten up. You're hanging out with Jimmy Fallon on Fox Across America. It is Fox Across America with your radio buddy, Jimmy Fallon. You talk about the fraud of politics, the Inflation Reduction Act. Does it reduce inflation? The answer would be no. Here's the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, saying what she's most excited about in the Inflation Reduction Act. Clip 21. One of the things that I'm very excited about is what we have been doing in terms of electric vehicles. Um, And... I have a particular fondness, I must tell you, for electric school buses. I love electric school buses. (laughs) I really do. And we're manufacturing them in our country. I've been to the manufacturing plants. I've I've been on these electric school buses. And think about it. Aside from the pandemic, on a daily basis, 25 million children in our country every day go to school on those diesel-fueled school buses. And hundreds, thousands of school bus drivers are driving those buses, which are then these people, these children, these adults, are inhaling what is toxic air. What would you do with the brain if you had one? Yes, according to Kamala Harris, your children are sucking on the exhaust pipe on the way to school. (laughs) This is so stupid. And can I ask you, what powers an electric school bus? Are you ready? Are you set? Coal. Okay, electric school buses do not run on the wind. They do not run on the sun, which is a good thing because contrary to what Annie said, the sun will not always come out tomorrow. Nice girl, good singer, lousy weather girl. But this is the fraud of the whole thing. It's an Inflation Reduction Act that doesn't reduce inflation. They're telling you it's good for the climate. It's good for electric school buses. But you're like, yo, I didn't sign up for electric school buses. I signed up for inflation reduction. The bill was titled Inflation Reduction, and it doesn't reduce inflation. That's just how white folks will do you. Unreal. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go, coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, fired up for an embarrassment of radio riches in this hour. Lincoln Fallon, my 13-year-old demon spawn, stops by to talk Clark Rams football, and he will also discuss a little bit of the Biden administration, which, let's be honest, if it were an airline, 
it would be Spirit Air. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. It's not like it's like Delta or one of those, which is a great airline. I mean, their flight attendants are a little nuts, but the airline itself I can get behind. 888-788-9910, the phone number if you agree or disagree. Everybody's welcome here. You know the rules on this show. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. Just don't be a... It's the only rule we ever have on the show, okay? I'm a former New York City cab driver. I went to community college. I'm 45 years old and I play video games. I should not be in charge of our democracy. That's true. That is true. Okay, And neither should you, if we're being honest. We're just supposed to be here talking about it. You know, maybe you could do a little voting in 18 days, but one way or the other, okay? All are welcome. Do you remember we went to the roller rink back in the day and they would have like an all skate? They had a lot of skates. If you remember back in the day, they'd be like, just the boys, it's the boy skate. Just the girls, it's the girls' game. But they can't do that anymore because it would just take forever. They'd be like, just the theys, just the thems, just the non-binary cisgender boys, the A, two-spirit girls. What the hell is the world coming to? So eventually the guy was just like, all right, it's an all-skate. Everybody can skate at the same time. That's Fox Across America. It is an all-skate. Everybody's welcome to lace them up and skate on in. Uh, Just behave. That's all we really ask, okay? Because in this hour, we're doing a little midterm stuff. We're going to talk to the link man at the end to calm things down. And uh, the one thing we're going to try to do, which we do every day, and we're actually pretty good at it on this show, is not take ourselves too seriously. Why? Because we're all in the fun business. I say this every day. If you die tomorrow... You're not going to wish, okay, you got in one more fight on Twitter. You know, you're not going to wish you spent another eight hours working. You're going to wish you had more fun. You know what I'm saying? So try to have a good time. You know, the world is on fire. Our job here is to roast some radio marshmallows. So pick up a stick and ride along with your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon because yesterday, yesterday, Joe Biden held a campaign rally in Pennsylvania for John Fetterman, where Biden got out and spoke to the American people. I don't remember that ever happening. But it did happen. We have video evidence. And I'm going to share some of it with you now because this was really funny to me on a a multitude of levels. First and foremost, you know, striking an empathetic tone. When I heard Biden was doing a campaign rally with Fetterman, the only thing I could think of was the poor sign language interpreter that was going to have to make up so many words on the spot. (laughs) Whoever got that gig is hammered right now because Joe Biden is the first president in history to make a sign language interpreter shrug. You know, I feel feel bad, but he makes up a word. If you're the sign language interpreter and you're just riding along America's great, best country, this and that, and then this happens. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. You just shrug. True international is not an actual That's not an actual word in the dictionary. Biden's lost his marbles. You know what else isn't a a word? I mean, there's a lot of them here today. Why don't we even start with numbers? We'll work our way up to words like big boys and girls. Uh, Here is Biden yesterday talking about climate investments. And according to him, he signed a once in a generation investment. Uh, I'll let him give you the exact number. It's clip 18. Well, to help your members of Congress here today, I signed into law a once in a generation investment. And roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more. Over a billion two hundred a trillion two hundred billion dollars. It's called the bipartisan infrastructure law. What we've got here is failure to communicate. A billion trillion 
200 billion bipartisan infrastructure law is the exact number. Now, I don't know how you write that down on paper, like where the commas go or what you do any in between. I think the larger point being made here is we have a president that is clearly not all there. But here is Biden. OK, introducing Giselle Fetterman or at least addressing Giselle Fetterman because her husband. OK, you understand this is a John Fetterman rally. Okay, her husband did not speak at his own rally. Like, imagine you buy tickets to go see, like, Def Leppard. And you get to the arena and you find out, oh, no, no, Def Leppard's not singing. You just bought tickets to see them. They're not, you don't actually get – this is a campaign rally. The guy who's the candidate is supposed to get out there and say something. He's supposed to be making his case for you to vote for him. In the history of this country, country's 246 years old, same age as Nancy Pelosi. Okay, in the history of this country, we have never, ever, once, ever in the history of presidential politics had a campaign rally where the candidate himself attended the rally and didn't actually speak. I agree with that. So this is weird. But Biden addresses Giselle Fetterman and says she's going to make a great lady in the Senate. It's clip 19. And Lieutenant Governor, I was saying something nice about you. That's why I went out. And uh, but I'm saying we're going to try like the devil to keep you from having to not having to deciding to leave. I wish it didn't. And 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 John, thank you uh, very much for uh, for running. I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're going to you're going to be a great, uh, a great lady in the Senate. (laughs) He said, Giselle, you're going to be a great lady in the Senate. Okay, now here's the thing. I'm pretty easy going, dude. It's Friday. What do I care? I'm going to be on the five later, hanging out with Jesse and Dana. Judge Janine, by the way, who is fired up to see me. That is a lie. But the point is, it's going to be a wild time. I'm in a good mood. But when you hear the president of the United States, okay, we're bumper bowling for the president of the United States. You know, when you like take a little kid to the bowling alley, you don't want to crush their confidence. So in the beginning, you put a bumper over each gutter so they can't throw a gutter ball and everybody gets a high score. We kind of do that with my producer here. We make his job a little easier. We know he's a little bit of a hot mess. But the point is Joe Biden still finds a way to throw that gutter ball day in and day out. And people are going to question your mental acuity when you're in your late hundreds. Like if you, I've met Joe Biden. I was at the White House Correspondents Dinner. I've seen younger faces on money. Okay, this is a messy situation. But when he says she's going to be the candidate in the Senate, what I really think he's doing is very interesting. Okay, is I think he let us look behind the curtain and kind of admitted that, yes, he does believe Giselle Fetterman's going to be running this because his own wife is running this. Do you watch the Biden appearances when Jill's there cutting off the reporters, steering them on the stage, steering them off the stage? She wasn't there yesterday. And what happened? Guy took an hour and 10 minutes to get off the stage again. The presidential ban better be getting overtime because traditionally for the first 45 presidents, they had to play two songs a day. Hail to the chief on the way to the stage. Hail to the chief on the way home. Now they've got to play hail to the chief five times where they go fish this guy out of the audience and tell him which way he's going. If you like Biden so much, name three of his complete sentences. I don't know that anybody can. But that's the bigger concern is like we narrow in on the midterms. We're in the home stretch now. We got 18 days. But according to the polling, none of the case being made by the Democrats has anything to do with the issues that the voters are yelling about. And this is the stuff I wanted to play for you in this hour. Okay, we read this earlier in the show. There's a Gallup poll out today. Okay, and it says that according to the American voter. Okay, excuse me. 
is a Monmouth poll. I do want some accuracy on this show. This is Fox News. It's not CNN. CNN is the worst. According to a new Monmouth University survey released Thursday, an overwhelming majority of Americans believe President Biden is ignoring their top concerns. That was the poll I read at the tippy top of the show. And it basically said 63% of survey respondents said they wished Biden would give issues such as inflation more attention. So everybody's sitting around going, inflation. we got to do something about inflation. And you know those memes you always see on the Internet? from that show Pawn Stars, where people go in, they're like, hey, I've got a rifle from the Revolutionary War. I want 300000 And then the guy in the Pawn Stars have their arms folded. They're like, best I can do is 150 Okay, that is the midterms. The American people are like, I want to focus on inflation. And Joe Biden's like, best I can do is late-term abortion. Here it is. I'm going to give you some of these clips. They're bananas. Okay, because they're not, you know, they always say in politics you got to read the room. Okay, they're not they're not even in the room. Okay, when it comes to the midterms with 18 days to go, we're pushing climate change. We're going to save the world and they're pushing abortion. But the problem with abortion is I don't care what your position is. We're just trying to have an objective conversation. Their position is a lie in that the overturning of Roe versus Wade did not ban abortion. Okay, all it did was return the right to the states to determine how much abortion they'd be willing to allow. Is there a 12-week cutoff? Is there a 15-week cutoff? You know, 15 being the maximum in the European Union, but 28 of those 30 countries cut it off at 12 weeks. So when the Democrats say like, oh, this is barbaric, it's an attack on women, well, then they must be really mad at the European Union because they got a lot stricter laws than anything we're proposing. But that's the scam of the whole thing. They're running on women are under attack. They're running on Republicans want to control women's bodies. As they force women to take a vaccine and we have no long-term data on how it affects their reproductive systems, the Democrats want you to believe Republicans are the bad guys. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Okay, but here is Biden talking about it, okay, because it's all so funny. Okay, it starts with him being asked why nobody wants to midterm campaign with him. He gets a little defensive on the South Lawn of the White House. Clip six. John Fetterman's going to appear with you today yeah. in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. Why That's are more not ca- true. There have been 15. Count. Get count. Okay, and uh, are there going to be even more? Yeah. Do you hear that? He says to the woman, <laughs> she goes, John Fetterman's going to appear with you in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. And he goes, That's not true. There's been 15. Learn how to count, kid. That's not right. That's mean. Learn how to count, kid. He's yelling at, a, yelling at this girl. But understand, man. Okay, 15 people want to campaign with him. Do you know how many people are running for Congress right now in the Democratic Party? 435. So when you say, you know, what do you mean it's not true? Everybody wants to campaign with me. We got 15 people that want to campaign with me. You can't handle the truth. 15 out of 435. I went to community college. I'm not exactly a math major. Okay, but 15 out of 435 is not a really high percentage, if we're being honest. But he was asked also about this again in a bar yesterday, talking about how Tim Ryan didn't want to campaign with him. Here it is, clip seven. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, there are 16 there. I've already gone in for yet, and a lot more are asked. Another 20 or so. so I'm going to be going in. Do you have any plans to go to Nevada or Georgia in the coming weeks? Pardon me? To Nevada or Georgia? Both the congressmen asked me to go out in Nevada and be able to get out in Nevada. And Georgia asked me to come down. We're trying to work it out now. Are you going to go next week? I don't know where I'm going. I've got about 16, 18 requests. Around the country, so I don't know who's going where. Biden is such a disaster. I mean, think about that. I don't know where I'm going, but I've got 16 to 18 requests around the country. 
okay, there's 435 congressional races being run. Okay, in the Senate, obviously we have 50 Senate seats, but I believe there's 26 of them on the ballot. No, that's not right. I believe it might even be 16. But one way or the other, the point is you've got over 450 candidates who are running on the Democratic ticket. This guy's bragging about having 16 or 18 people that want him to show up. You gotta do better than that. But here he is, because he gets into abortion and everything in between. And I just find this all to be bananas, okay? He's asked about limitations on abortion. And why is this significant? Okay, it's significant because a lot of Democrats have been asked this week whether or not there should be any limits on abortion. And none of them have responded yes. They have all responded, you know, it's the doctor, keep these Republicans out of the way, you're all a bunch of dirtbags. So Biden pivots to there should be limits, read Roe versus Wade. Now, this is significant. Why? Because Roe versus Wade doesn't spell any of that out. Clip eight. Yes. Roe v. Wade. Read it, man. You'll get educated. Roe v. Wade. Read it, man. You'll get educated. Listen, man, just so you understand, I'm not fighting you over abortion. Okay, I could. It's Friday. I got stuff to do. I'm going to go get a bunch of makeup and suck it in on TV so I don't look like a talking ham, my fat face. But stick with me here. Okay, Roe versus Wade. And this is why the Democrats are in such big trouble in the midterms. They thought it was going to be Roe-vember. But Roe versus Wade was not a ruling on abortion, okay, and whether or not it was good or bad. It, what it did was federalize the decision. It took away the right from individual states to pass their own laws. So when the Democrats say, like, oh, overturning Roe v. Wade is the end of democracy. No, it's actually the beginning of democracy because people now have a right to vote. And when Biden says, go read the bill, you'll learn something, you will. You know what you'll learn? By the time you get to the bottom, you'll go, oh, yeah, Joe Biden's full of White House girls send Biden to bed early he's really old and he's senile He makes up so much crap the country's worried He's lying like it's going out style You can't hide Joe Biden's lies For a Anywhere. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We'll be right back. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Lincoln Fallon is coming up. He's going to close the show this week. I'm excited to talk to him. I got to be honest with you. I am not excited to talk to this next caller because he's probably going to take a cheap shot at the Yankees. Uh, Perk is on the line in Easton, Maryland. Yo, Perk. 
No, no tee shots today, Coach. How you doing, Jimmy? Okay, good, because you kind of back down. We're, we kind of have a theory of mutually assured self-destruction because you're a Braves fan. Well, yeah, and I, you you called it. You said the, the Yankees would keep going. They so did here keep they going. go. There they go. Um, but let's talk about this, Perk, because I believe, I do believe you called to talk about something besides the Yankees. Definitely. I've been listening to you for over two years now, and I just wanted to say you and Guy Benson have inspired me because basically everybody is the first level uh, listener to you. Mm-hmm. Goes out and votes. Yep. You know, they're activists. Mm-hmm. They go out and vote. But I've gone to the second level. I've now gone in, called my party, and said, hey, what can I do to help? And one of the things was to be a poll watcher. Mm-hmm. And talking to Mikey on the phone, I was like, hey, you know what? With our experience in the club, I think I might be overqualified. <laughs> Listen, man, I loved everything yeah, you said, but, but you, you, you kind of lost me at Guy Benson. But I'll stick with you. Hold on. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, that, no. no, that's but, important. Uh, that, and it's something not enough people talk about, by the way. Is poll exactly, watching. Exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I wanted to say. Just no, call them up and do anything. Put a sign in your front yard. Uh, go out and just uh, help them knock on doors. Whatever they need. There's tons of things to do to help out because we really need to make the push in these next, what, 18 days mm-hmm. to really make the push so we can make this a red tsunami. Whoa. Not just a wave. Like you're talking, get out the boogie board, get out the surfboard. I'm talking. You're doing Brian Wilson stuff seats. here. Surf and safari is more, what you're doing. More than 60 seats, beating Obama's numbers. Whoa. I'm I, telling you. I don't know that it's going to get that ridiculous, but it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the real clear politics averages. But stay focused, right. okay? Perk, good call. And, and thanks for laying off the Yankees. Have a big weekend, all right, champ? You too. There you go. The great Perk in Easton, Maryland. But this train is rolling on. More of your calls, text, tweets, and carrier pigeons when we come back on Fox Across America. Donald Trump's presidency is over, but for millions of Americans who devoted their entire lives to bashing him, the battle is just getting started. My car won't start, friggin' Trump. The Ex-President Hotline helps you find a way to move on with your life. Ex-President Hotline. He's destroying this country and he deserves to be in jail. He's not in office anymore, ma'am. Take a deep breath. Don't mansplain to me. Hating a president is a good way to avoid your own problems. Unfortunately, presidents go away, but your problems don't. Where's the tow truck? Probably stuck in traffic because of Trump. The Ex-President Hotline. Giving millions of Americans an outlet they can vote for. Thank you for holding. I understand you're calling because you're still upset about Barack Obama. I would say he's incompetent, but I don't want to do that because that's not nice. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, We're making our way to a big appearance by Lincoln Fallon, uh, who is going to be stopping by. But right now, a quick grown-up talk. We had another bombshell report out of the Washington Post on the January 6th committee, their decision to subpoena your former president, Donald Trump. And now you know this every day. I don't run the Donald Trump Radio Defense Fund. I'm not an activist. I'm a talk show host. Activism requires, like, energy. You got to go to rallies. You got to, like, yell at people. I'm not, I'm not doing that. If you make an app, okay, I might participate. But I'm just here to talk to you. But this is really wild stuff to me because the Washington Post is reporting. Whoa, are you ready for this? 
Get focused. The Washington Post says some of the classified documents recovered by the FBI from Trump's Mar-a-Lago home and private club included highly sensitive intelligence regarding Iran and China, according to people familiar with the matter. Journalism in this country is dead and buried. And why do I say it's dead and buried? It's because people familiar with the matter. Okay, what are people familiar with the matter using that term in air quotes have in common people familiar with the matter told you Donald Trump was a Russian asset controlled by Vladimir Putin. People familiar with the matter said the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Okay, think about that. Hunter's a dirtbag. Maybe. But according to people familiar with the matter, Please disperse. There is nothing to see here. The point is, people familiar with the matter is code for anonymous sources. And when it comes to anonymous sources, every single Washington Post bombshell that was an anonymously sourced, the walls are closing in, he's leaving the White House in a jumpsuit, the kids are going to testify against the man. (laughs) It never, ever happened. And that's why we're laughing. And that's why this, again, is really hard to take seriously. Okay, let me read you a little more of this WAPO report, okay? If shared with others, if shared with others, you know what that means? That means do we know if it was shared with others? The answer would be no. Okay, but if shared, this is always the caveat. If true, this would mean the president's in really big trouble. Wrong. Do you remember how many times... During the Mueller probe, Adam Schiff got out there, was like, I've got definitive proof of Russian collusion. And you were like, well, can we see it? And they were like, here's the thing. Adam Schiff, when it comes to sources familiar with the matter, they're like the friend that has the really good-looking girlfriend, but she doesn't live around here. Oh, I got this gorgeous girlfriend. Oh, really? I'd love to meet her. Well, no, she's not around. She's on a modeling shoot. She's on the other side of the world, you know. And that's what's going on here. Sources familiar with the matter, if true. Come on, don't bullshit me. That's exactly what they're doing. But here we go. If shared with others, the people said, such information could expose intelligence gathering methods that the United States wants to keep hidden from the world. The, again, think about it. These methods are so sensitive, such a threat if they are leaked, that these people are sharing them with the Washington Post. Think about that for a second, man. I mean, dude. The media is a bunch of losers. At least one of the documents seized by the FBI describes Iran's missile program, according to these people who spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe an ongoing investigation. Other documents described highly sensitive intelligence work aimed at China. Yo, again, think about that for a second. If these are so highly sensitive, how on earth, how on earth are they being shared with reporters, dude? That's the joke of the whole thing. Have you ever had a friend who complains so much about a coworker every day, nonstop? How you doing? Oh, did I tell you what Stephanie did? No, no, you didn't. But all right, sit me through an hour story. Next day, hey man, I, 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 sorry, I missed your call. I was at lunch. Oh, well, anyway, did I tell you what Stephanie did? And you're like, oh my goodness gracious! After like the third month of complaining about Stephanie every day, you come to realize, turns out. Your friend's the crazy one. I actually like this Stephanie chick. Call her up. I'd like to hang out. Okay, that's the anti-Trump crowd. And I'm not telling you Trump is throwing a perfect game. 
okay? Guy has a hell of a fastball, but he frequently throws one right into the bleachers. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner in this. But when it comes to the accusations by people familiar with the matter, okay, what a, every single time we hear people familiar, every single time we hear that if true, every single solitary time, we find out that if true turns out to be false. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. And that's where we are now. These unauthorized, highly sensitive, the walls are closing in documents, are so sensitive that they're being shared with the media. The same media that told you, you know, Putin was in charge, like this was an Austin Powers movie, and Dr. Evil had seized control of our government. You shut your mouth, you bastard! The same media who said the Hunter Biden laptop was fake, and then two weeks after the election, told you it was real. That's why I don't read the newspaper, because it's garbage, and the editor that let it come out is garbage! I'll just let that man's comments stand. Lincoln Fela, my demon spawn, joining us to wrap the week when we come back on the big bad one and only Fox Across America. The show that loves you like a sibling. We'll always be brothers. It's Fox Across America with brother Jimmy Fallon. Yep, it is Friday on Fox Across America. That can only mean one thing. It is time to make some damn money. On or against? We have no standards here. We just want to win the money. Uh, the Clark Rams. Joining us now, superstar defensive lineman, a man who forced a hell of a fumble in last week's game. Lincoln Fallon back on the show. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Uh, that forced fumble, by the way. I didn't really get to talk about it on the show this week. You had a pretty badass game. That that was a good fumble because the guy had, they were just, I don't even remember what play they ran, but the running back had it and he had already gotten by you. My, yeah, by, by me, but away from me. So I ran up behind him and I was like, oh, he's slowing down. So I just ripped the ball out of his hand. Boom. How many times have you watched the highlight video? Did you watch it like when 34. you guys were? Did you though? Yeah, so let me ask I have you this. It on my phone. So this is what I need to know. Okay, so the link man last week, the Clark Rams win big, by the way. Congratulations. It was big. You know, the listeners are big into that. But what was funnier to everybody else was you stripped the ball, but then what did you do on the way back to the sideline? I started like waving my arms up. <laughs> Lincoln tried to jazz up the crowd. So he ran off the field like waving his arms up in the air to get all those drunk, uh, you know, soccer and football moms into it. Did the moms respond? I don't remember. I didn't really pay attention. You were just so locked yeah. in. A lot of smacking on the helmet. Isn't that cool? Yeah. When you make a when you make a big play like that in a football yeah. game, it is pretty rad. Um, but I can tell you, the dads are always into it. This is what I've noticed so far being at the game because the dads are passionate. We've had dads yell at refs. We had oh, our yeah. side. I can hear it from the sidelines. <laughs> can you really? Yeah. So it's funny. Like his first away game, the other team's coach was, to be clear, a lunatic. Yeah. Okay. And he was yelling at the refs, he was yelling at his kids, he was yelling at the crowd. And some of our dads on the Clark side started giving the guy a little bit of a hard time, at which point he was like, Mr. Official, you know, tell the Clark parents to lay... And they, honestly, they're not that bad. Yeah. But I think this... I actually thought that guy was out of line. What did you think? I I heard about a lot of stories about it, but it sounded like he was in the bad. There. He was in the bad. I mean, compared to your coach, your coaches run a pretty class outfit. Yeah, considering the kids they have on that team, mm. okay, he got a lot of a lot of juvenile delinquents. And no, that's not true. He's got a good team. But the Clark Rams this week are at home facing off against who? Uh, Island. No, we're not home. We're away. Oh, are Island you really? Trees. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go on the road. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if I want to lay out this kind of gas money. Is there a way I can mm. watch it somewhere? They streaming it. I'm I don't kidding. know. I, I could give you a website. Well, Island Trees, I'll have you know. Okay, they are uh, a town over from where I grew up. 
You know where they're by? They're right by Uncle, Uncle Joey. Yeah, they're right by Uncle yeah, Joey's house. Me. Is he coming to the game? Yeah. All right, good enough. Well, he's... I hope he is if he's two blocks away. Yeah, I know. That's a what? <laughs> Your own uncle won't walk the two blocks. I mean, I have an excuse. It's like three miles. Gas mm-hmm. is expensive. You can thank Joe Biden. I'm going to the bar instead. But no. Uh, what do we know about Island Trees? How are the Rams feeling? Uh, they have a new turf, so that's... Oh, get out. Yeah. You're playing on one of the nice fields? Mm-hmm. Now... Do you guys, I mean, I know you've played on a little bit of both right now. Do you guys like turf better? Yeah, well, no, we only play on turf. We oh, oh, you haven't played a, gla- a grass field? No, not in high school. Okay, because I can tell you that when we were in high school, the big de- thing was to get to the county so you would play on the turf because we only had grass fields. And we were the goal was to make the counties to go to Hofstra, Hofstra University. Yeah, we like can a- still... There you go. So Steve Greck, who was a great kid I grew up with, one of the best kids I know, but an actual homicidal lunatic on a football field, had shaved the word turf into his head at the beginning of the year because he wanted to make the turf. And that was the only thing he would say to him. He was a lunatic. He's like, how you doing, Greck? He'd be like, turf! Like that, for real. He'd beat people up and haze little kids and be like, turf! And uh, they did not make the turf. But the year after they graduated, those that class graduated. The year after my class graduated, they won the uh, Rutgers Cup. They won the, the whole Long Island Championship. So how about, I don't care. I made money. I bet the game. Joke ain't on me. Did you girl. actually? Of course I did. Lincoln, who are you talking to, man? I'm kidding. Uh, Lincoln Fail is on the show. It's Friday. We're previewing the Clark Rams game. Uh, we've had a lot go on this week, including the official announcement, if you're down in Texas, that the Jackson 3, me, Jenny, and Lincoln, are heading down to East Texas. We'll be there Thursday, November 10th, Friday, November 11th. How fired up are you to go back to Texas? Fired up. It's been like a year, too. It's been a year. It's been a a year and approximately how many potatoes from the potato gun? Uh, Maybe 80. A lot. (laughs) The last time we were in Tyler, Texas, they gifted the Link Man with a potato gun, which I didn't know I had heard about it, but it's an actual mortar. Like, it's a military weapon, is it not? yeah. No, they go crazy. And when we got out to Ohio for Christmas last year... I mean, we were full on. Oh, like, we were letting like my four-year-old cousin shoot them all. <laughs> but Lincoln got to Ohio and he turned into President Zelensky from Ukraine. We just armed everybody and we were just firing potatoes. How rad was that? That was pretty cool. We were lunatics. So what are you looking forward to the most? Because you know what else? I, I, I know you're fired up. Uh, something mommy's never been to. And don't say a shower. It's too easy. Mm. I'm kidding. What? Bucky. Thank you. I'm so pumped if you're listening in East Texas and anywhere in Texas because we're going to hit the Buckies outside of Dallas first and foremost. Uh, how cool is Buckies? Pretty cool. And they're not like a sponsor. So if you're listening around the country, you're not familiar with Buckies. I had given them like a really big shout out when we did the Gutfeld show in Dallas because me and Lincoln were blown away by Buckies. You know, they advertise, oh, cleanest restrooms. And they do. They have spotless restrooms. They have 100 gas pumps. But what's better than that is Buckies really is like the only store in the world, right? Where you could get like um, chocolate covered peanuts, a grenade launcher, and a pregnancy test. Yeah. We would take the most fascinating. You get all of those are in your drawer. <laughs> you could get like patio furniture. Uh, wind chimes, they'll sharpen your lawnmower blade, and a 12-gauge. Yeah. Bucky's is the best store. I'm so excited for Bucky's, and I'm so excited to get back to East Texas because they feed us really well. Are you going to see your boy Randall with the ribs? Sure. Randall. Randall still wants to take you hog hunting. We might have to do it on Friday. Mm. Everybody in Texas offered to blow up hogs with Tannerite in front of Lincoln. If you're listening around the country and you don't know this story, you might be shaking your head yes because you're a lunatic. Or you might be shaking your head no. But the way our man Randall sold it to us is he said what? 
Uh, Hundreds yeah. of pieces of hog flying everywhere, Jimmy. Gotta you got to see. see it. And I was like, Randall, I got to be honest. I don't know if I need to see that. That sounds a little horrific. Uh, but we might do some Tannerite hog exploding on November 11th in Texas. So if you guys are listening on KTBB, yes, me, Jenny, and the Link Man, you'll hear the details on the local station. Uh, we recorded the promos today. They'll be running all next week. You better come hang out with me and the Link Man. But right now, the big business at hand is the Clark Rams. What is the score prediction? 44. What? 13. Where you get? Oh, wow. You guys are going to let up that many? 13. Well, hey, we, let up, we let up 12 last game. We let up a touchdown each half and uh, didn't allow any conversions. And how do you feel about uh, you feel the Rams defense holds them to 13? How do you feel about the lead? Did you feel good in practice? Uh, yeah. And our offense is really good, too. They're, so like, They're back. Like yeah, they found their groove. So we win this one. What are we, 6-5-1? and 6-1. and one. Wow, that's huge. Then 7-1 and one if we beat Seaford at home next week. Okay, and we're laying these points on the road, though. Island Trees is like, it's kind of like Levittown, where I grew up. It's very blue-collar, hard scrabble. They were like a tough school district growing up. We got a lot of fights with them Not and stuff anymore. like that. You don't think so? No. Well, everybody seems soft compared to the Rams, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys are paying how much for human growth hormone off the internet? Mm. <laughs> a lot of stuff. No, they're not on per- performance-enhancing drugs. They're just drinking monkey pee off of YouTube. Are you guys still drinking that drink? Uh, I've been trying to find some, but they don't. Uh, the vitamin shop's been out of them. You know who has it, right? Who? Bucky's. Bucky's? I'm sure they do. <laughs> Bucky's is everything else. Like, here's a Diet Coke, a moonshine, and some plutonium. And it's going to be great, Link, man. Well, I'm pumped up for this game. It's a big one. It's a big Friday for the Clark Rams. He says lay the points. I don't know. I feel good about it. You feel good? Yeah. All right, good. And did you figure out your Halloween costume yet? No. Wow. Do you care? Like, because this is the thing. You're 6'5 now. When you show up at someone's door on Halloween, you look like you're looking for your son. Yeah. Well, (laughs) the problem is I don't know what we're necessarily doing because last year when we went trick-or-treating, we went, like, maybe one every eight houses and just kind of walked around. It was just you kind of just out Because we didn't need that much candy, too. Yeah. Plus, And then I have friends who were trying to sell their candy back for $3 a pound from (laughs) their dentist. (laughs) So they were going to trade $18 for, like, all of their candy. Yeah, that's a rough gig, man. Yeah. That's Biden's economy right there. Hey, Kids yo. are being forced to sell their Halloween can. That's no way to live, Link, man. Come on. Well, every kid listening should know. Uh, you cannot eat anything this Halloween that's not already in a wrapper and wrapped tight. Because this is a speech I give Lincoln every day, and he gets mad. But what do I tell you every day? Drugs aren't your friend, man. <laughs> that's exactly Gambling what I- and drugs aren't your friend. Every- if, if you don't gamble or do drugs, I've succeeded. <laughs> I've, I've done what I've needed to do. I tell Lincoln every day, I'm like, don't gamble, don't do drugs, and you'll have a fighting chance in life. Because I'm telling you, you're in good shape. You're like a smart kid. You're kind of like thin. Like you look good. You gotta, you get good grades. I just don't want to see you screwed up, man. Uh, but you know what? One way or the other, I want to get this message out there because so many parents have been messaging me this Halloween season. Like, what are you saying, the kids? About Halloween and candy and all the fentanyl out there. Because, like, Lincoln, they're, like, actually killing people. So the fact that a few million people listen to us every day, I think, is cause to give out some good advice. We give out enough bad advice when they hear how I parent you, don't you think? Yeah. Do you think there's, do you think there's a single child in the world who's better off because his parents make him listen to you and me on the radio? No way. <laughs> It's not good, man. Every time one of you messages me, oh, my kid loves your son. We always listen to him on the radio. I just have a drink of bourbon right in my office. I'm going to get fired from Fox because of those messages. Well, it's a big Friday for the Rams. Way to go.
Strap it on. We've made it. We're ready. You got this, the link, man. But the show is over. We got to get the hell out of here. Uh, folks, we are one week away from your radio buddy showing up to Spokane, Washington. We are all assured of a good time and a contact high from all those stoners out in Washington. Tickets available at SpokaneComedyClub.com. I'll be there next Friday, next Saturday. If you can't wait that long to see me, Monday, I'm on America's Newsroom with Bill and Dana. You will see me holding down the outnumbered couch on Wednesday. I'll be back on Gutfeld Thursday with our lovable comedy dwarf. But until then, happy Friday. The show's over. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. Just don't be a Jimmy Fallon. You're just the worst. Get him out of here. Oh, Get him hit by you. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.